Perak Dalid Mishnah Yud. The Mishnah here teaches a halacha that we refer to in the first Mishnah of the Perak, and that is Hayavama lo tachlots v'lo tesiabim achiyeshla shlosha chadashim. We should not proceed with either yibim or chalitza within the first three months of the woman's husband's death. And you have Yeruvin and Shimon, Yeruvin died without any children, so it seems like his widow falls in yibim to Shimon. Shimon should either marry the widow or perform chalitza. However, the halacha is that Shimon should proceed with neither of those things until they first observe a waiting period of three months to make sure that Ruvain's widow is not pregnant from Ruvain. For as we studied in the beginning of the parak, if she is pregnant from Ruvain, and assuming if she does end up giving birth to a viable child from Ruvain, then it's not a situation of Yim at all. It's not a Vain Ain Lo. And therefore, not only would Ruvain's widow not fall in Yim to Shimon, she would be completely forbidden to Shimon, a regular situation where a man is not allowed to marry a woman who was at one point married to his brother. It would be an Isra So clearly, it's important to wait three months before going ahead with Yibam. And once three months goes by and she's not showing, there's no signs of pregnancy, okay, then we can be sure there's a mitzvah Yibam. And then, if they want, they can go ahead with the mitzvah Yibam. And then once Yibam is inappropriate within the first three months, they shouldn't do Chalitza then either. Even though Chalitza to a woman who doesn't really need Chalitza is not a violation, but still the Rabbanon said, that being that we don't have clarity in the situation, and so we can't go ahead with the Yibam, we shouldn't go ahead with Chalitza either. And normally those two things go hand in hand. So Chalitza should wait as well until after three months. The Mishnah teaches that this requirement to wait before the new marriage is not specific to the levra to Yiba marriage, even though we see you know, clearly in that case why this is so important. But the truth is, kol shar hanashim lo yinasu Even in the context of an ordinary marriage, a woman becomes a widow, and let's say she has children, so there's no Yiba. Let's say there are no surviving brothers, and she just wants to get remarried to some other man. So this is not a Yiba marriage. Still, you shouldn't even begin the process of a halachic marriage to the first step of Erosin. So she first waits three months to make sure that she isn't pregnant from her late husband. Parashem said to Avram Avinu in Parshas Lachlacham, he made the bris with Avram Avinu, and the words of that bris include, Lios lecha lelokim acharecha. Shall be for you as a God and for your children after you. Chazal Darshan when does Hashem's presence, the Shekhinah, rest on the Bnei Israel? Only when it's a situation of Zarecha, Charecha, meaning when we are able to trace one's lineage, that is, there's no confusion as to who a person's father is. And therefore, the abundance said, we don't allow a woman to get remarried right away, within three months, because let's say she gets remarried after two months, and then seven months down the road, she has a child. Well then, not know who the father is. Maybe it was a child of a nine-month term from the late husband or a, a preemie child of seven months from this new husband. We won't know who the father is, which would undermine the school of Havchana, being able to distinguish who the father is so that we have Zaracha Acharecha so that it's Lios Lecha Lelokim. Now, we only risk having such a result where we have this child and we don't know who the father is in a case where this woman was fully married, was actually intimate with her late husband, and also had a marital relationship with this new man. In other words, they consummated the marriage through Nisuin. 
Yet the Mishnah states that the Rabbanan made a decree here across the board and therefore forbade even Erisin with this new husband within three months. Even though in Erisin and Kedushin, they don't actually come together as man and wife, so there's no possibility that they'll result in a pregnancy still. The Rabbanan said that no stage of marriage may occur this new man within three months. In addition, the decree applies Echad Besulos, Vechad Beulos, Echad Grushos, Vechad Almonos, Echad Nesuos, Vechad Arusos. Regardless of the extent of the previous marriage, meaning even if she's still a Besula or an Arus, in other words, she didn't consummate the marriage with the first man, they were never actually together as husband and wife. It also doesn't make a difference whether the first marriage ended through divorce or by the death of the first husband. In all of these situations, the decree applies. The decree says that this woman cannot do Kedushin, let alone Nisuin, within three months of the end of her previous marriage. But a different time of disagrees, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Yehuda says that, no, it's not Allah, rather, Hanisuas is arsu v'arusos yinasu. It'll be permitted, first of all, for a woman who is fully married to the first husband to just do Kedushin with a new husband within three months. And conversely, if in the previous marriage she never went through Nisuin, she was never together with her previous husband, then we would even permit her to remarry and consummate the marriage with Nisuin with a new husband within three months. Because in these cases, there is no possibility of ending up with a situation where we don't know who the father is. Since the reality is she was only intimate with one of these two men. He says, Except in Judea. In the Medina of Yehuda, there is an issue. We don't allow uh, remarriage even up to the stage of Erisin, or even if the previous marriage only got up to Erisin, even in that case it's forbidden. Because in Yehuda they had a practice to let the Chasanakala be alone, even though they hadn't yet gotten up to Nisuin. They did this to allow the chasen and to become more comfortable with each other before they proceed to the mitzvah to consummate the marriage. But because of this practice, there was the possibility that the chasen might prematurely be together, live as husband and wife, even though they didn't yet go through Nisuin. Not supposed to, but the reality is that could have happened. And therefore, practically speaking, as regards this decree, in Yehuda, we have to treat Erisin as if a Nisuin occurred meaning worry about the possibility that she became impregnated with the man that she performed just Nisuin with. But the point is, Rebuda says that aside from the region of Yehuda, we only apply the decree, we only require waiting three months before getting remarried in a case where it's actually conceivable that she may have become pregnant from either of these two men. The mission presents a third Tana who essentially agrees with Rebuda, but adds another point. There's Rebiosi Omer, Kol Hanashim Yisarsu, Rebiosi says, I agree with you, Rabbi Yehuda, that there's no reason to forbid a woman to remarry just at the stage of Erisin, even within three months. He says, Chutz almana. But in the case of Almana, where her previous marriage ended as a result of the death of her husband, she became a widow, I say that in that case, she can't get remarried, even through Erisin, right away, within 30 days, within the Shloshim, because throughout that three days, she's in a period of mourning, she's in Avelis. So that's a whole other issue there. Because of the rules of Avelis, an Almana specifically can't get remarried within 30 days. But if, let's say, she is a divorcee, then she could perform Erisin immediately. 
since again in Erisin, they're not actually intimate unless you're talking about Yehuda, and therefore there's not an issue. The Rabbanan didn't make you know across the board decree like the first opinion was saying to say that uh, even just Erisin is forbidden within three months, or that even if the previous marriage was only up to Erisin. If we apply the decree in that case, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudah say, no, the decree doesn't apply in such cases. We don't have an actual issue of Havchanam, possibility that there'll be confusion later as to who the father of this child is.